0: Hey y'all, I'm your host, Miss Nikki, and I welcome you to Something to Say, where we dig into topics that aren't really discussed in the church but are felt and experienced in everyday life. God always has something to say to every one of us. What is he saying today? Welcome back, guys. Um, we are going to start off with a prayer so that we can get right into episode two. This is episode, excuse me, episode nine, part two of this series. And this series is called um, Soul Ties. So I'm going to get right into prayer because, I, again, I do have a lot of information to share with you guys. Um, Father God, we give you thanks. Thanks. Lord, for this platform and for the ability to be able to speak to the hearts of your people. Thank you, Lord, for who you are to us. We thank you for your love. We thank you. We thank you that through different experiences that we've all had, that we can share our mistakes and lessons with others to keep them from walking down the same road. Father, through your word, Lord, guide us to more wisdom and understanding. Guide us to your perfect plan for our lives. Father God, I come against every hindering spirit, every demon, every demonic force that would try to interrupt this broadcast of your word. Father God, I plead the blood right now over what you desire to say, over what you desire desire to say to your people cover everyone listening with the fire of your precious Holy Ghost in the mighty name of Jesus I pray amen so again let's get right into it we left off introducing the spiritual side of sex um, or what is sex the topic of sex Um, we also talked about how God is involved in sex now, let's discuss the laws around it. Sex, is, sex has a powerful, it has powerful spiritual results. Excuse me. Again, it joins together people that perform this act as one flesh through their souls, spirits, and bodies. It is why God said it was for marriage and only the spirit world knows this. Again, only the spirit world knows this. The spirit world understands this. The physical world, which we live in, may not understand or may not have um, knowledge of it. And Satan is hoping that you don't so that he can wreak havoc in your life. So using man's ignorance to this for demonic possession and affliction through spirit spouses. This is what the enemy's plans is. So, again, I'm going to read that again. Um This was meant for marriage only. The spiritual world knows this, using man's ignorance to this for demonic possession and affliction through spirit spouses. The only other more powerful act is that of blood sacrifices slash covenants. These spirits are very possessive and their only intent is the utter destruction and death of all they marry through ungodly covenants we are talking about soul ties if you're a little confused so yes you can receive soul ties through having um sex outside of marriage called fornication um that was discussed or explained in the last episode first part of this series now, we're going to slightly touch on this topic of spiritual spouses. If we really dug into this, I'd be doing this series for a few months. It's kind of what took me so long to gather all this info and give some insight to these things of the spirit as with anything that I, excuse me, as with anything that I'd want you to take, you know, as with anything I want you to take these views seriously and do some praying to the Lord and do your own research Google search states spiritual spouses cause sexual immorality spiritual spouses do not just have sex with you they make their victims sleep around they also cause addiction to pornography masturbation homosexuality and prostitution and the list goes on They cause confusion in homes. They cause a wife and husband to disrespect their human spouses. They also incite fights. They have been known to cause infertility. They block fallopian tubes, causing miscarriages, fibroids, cancers, and so on. These spirits claim you. They can keep you from getting married by blocking you from other Women or men, you'll need deliverance in order to have a healthy marriage. These spirits come in through fornication, masturbation, what you see, watch, listen, etc., generational curses, and even more. These are some of the signs that you may have a spiritual spouse. Dreaming of having sex with your partner or someone else. You should not be dreaming of having sex at all. Beware of your dreams. Matthew thirteen twenty five in the new, uh, what is it? NLT, excuse me. But that night as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat. Then slipped away. We need to pay close attention to our dreams. They inform us about so much. The enemy knows certain things that you will not partake in in your waking life. So sometimes he will send these spirits in your dreams again again, using your ignorance against you. The Lord speaks to us through our dreams. Examples. Genesis 28. This is the message. Uh, Bible version, 10 through 12. Jacob left Bathsheba and went to Haran. He came to a certain place and camped for the night. Since the sun had set, he took one of the stones there, set it under his head and laid down to sleep. And he dreamed a stair- a stairway was set on the ground and it reached all the way to the sky angels of God were going up and going down on it 13 through 15 the God God was right there right before him saying I am God the God of Abraham your father and the God of Isaac I'm giving the ground on which you are sleeping to to you and your descendants bear with me guys uh, as I turn the page your descendants will be as fine as dust of the earth they'll stretch from west to east and from north to south and the families of the earth will bless themselves In you and your descendants. Yes, I'll stay with you. I'll protect you whenever you go, wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this very ground. I'll stick with you until I've done everything. I promise you, 16 through 17, Jacob woke up from his sleep. He said, God is in this place, truly. And I didn't even know it. He was terrified. He whispered in awe, incredible, wonderful, holy, this is God's house. This is the gate of heaven. Now we know Satan tries to mimic what the Lord does. He comes to us in dreams as well, to give us messages, to initiate covenants, to reestablish covenants, to get our permission to keep us bound, etc., He needs your power, your agreement to establish anything in your life. That is the reason why I decided to read that particular scripture above, which talks about how God had blessed um, Jacob. What he did was he spoke um, blessings over his life. And when I started, when I talked about how the enemy mimics what God does, he can also get you to get. He can also get you to the point where he's initiated uh, a curse in your life through dreams as well. So we have to be very mindful of our dreams. Again, um, these are things that he introduces us to in our sleeping life because he knows that if we are committed to the Lord, if we are. Uh, trying or striving to live in obedience these are things that we would not agree to or partake in in our waking lives so he does come to us in our dreams to initiate soul ties and a lot of other things that would cause us a great deal of stress or anything else in our lives another thing to be aware of is not remembering your dreams you should be remembering every dream that you have The enemy does still dreams as well. Having you to agree with all kinds of things and you have no clue. You have to pray and fast against, against us. The Lord, you want to ask the Lord to reestablish your dreaming so that he can speak to you and show you what's going on. What is the enemy trying to hide? You should not be in a position where you don't remember your dreams. That is very demonic. Um, You should be asking the Lord to show you. God shows us because he loves us. So, of course, um, you know, like the word says, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He is a stealer of dreams. And the purpose of that is so that he can have you agree to things that you know not of. And if you're not seeing it or remembering it, then you can't come against it. And so you could have created this or, or connected yourself to a demonic force not knowing and not understanding or realizing why you're having these issues in life praying and asking god to um asking god why you're going through certain things why certain things are happening um without knowing you know where it derived from so dreams are very important for us to remember and if you're not remembering um again pray pray prayer and fasting and reading your word um And asking God to show you, you know, getting deliverance from not dreaming or any other thing, any other unclean thing, the Lord will definitely reestablish your dreams and allow you to hear from Him. God loves us too much to not communicate with us, to not want to have a relationship with us. And a lot of the times I know for myself, it began with dreams, it began with the Lord showing me things through dreams, just as he did with Jacob. Okay. Back to, um, what I was discussing, uh, the signs of, um, how you would know that you had a spiritual spouse dreaming of sex or having sex dreaming of getting, excuse me, dreaming of getting married. Um, I've had dreams of having like a wedding not knowing the person, and then the Holy Spirit will wake me up like I just wake up out of that dream, and thank God the holy spirit can can stop it if you are reading your word and your spirit man is strong from you reading your word that's that's another thing we have to speak we have to feed our spirit man because our spirit man will fight for you, and an example of your spirit man fighting for you. If you was to have any type of dream, you know, where you're being attacked and you're just looking, you're not coming against the dream. You're not telling the person to stop. You're not pleading the blood. You're not speaking the word of God in your dreams. That's an example of a weak spirit man. And so when you wake up, you'd have to come against that dream. So a way to increase the muscles of your spiritual man uh you know to have it grow you will see the evidence by you know what you say in your dreams you'll know that your spirit man does fight for you and i thank the lord because i believe that at that time that i had that particular dream of getting married or getting ready to get married preparing for a wedding and i woke up i believe that that was the lord's protection You know, the Lord knew that I wasn't into my word the way that I was supposed to. But he did stop the enemy from allowing me to join myself in a covenant that I had no clue of. So, um, again, back to this list. Dreams of your spouse. Dreaming of being in a relationship with someone you don't know. Never seen before. Or the person's face is missing meaning you never get a chance to see the person's face or the, the person's face is unclear or the person is hiding. Those are familiar spirits. Having a husband slash wife and kids you've never seen before. These are some of the signs of a spiritual spouse. There are a... There is, excuse me, there is a YouTube video that um I looked up. Minister Kevin L.A. Ewing Vlad uh, Subcheck, Dr. Stella, be careful. These are a few of the videos that I've watched that has given some some insight into spiritual spouses and what they mean, where they come from, um, how these things occur, and how to come against them. So again, those people that you can um, go to YouTube and check their videos out for information is Minister Kevin L.A. Ewing. Vlad Sovchak, and Dr. Steller. Be careful, there are also videos on how to keep demons as lovers. (laughs) Ridiculously, yes, there are. There are witches, there are warlocks, there are all walks of life on YouTube. So be careful. You should be able to try the spirit by the spirit. Um... Pray and ask the Lord to lead you and guide you to the videos that will give you the wisdom and understanding that you're searching for when it comes to this topic. Because I did see a video of, I believe it was a witch, who was discussing on how to keep demons as lovers. Sick but true. There was one one um, testimony that I watched. I could not find this video. I searched for this video for so long and and that's, you know, the enemy trying to keep me from spreading, you know, this particular spreading his word on this information. This is very part pertin- this is like very important. Very important to the kingdom because a lot of people have no clue on what sex is about, you know, what happens when we have sex outside of marriage. These are not just rules that God said don't do, you know, because he wanted to be mean or he just wanted to make sure we didn't enjoy it or no his very purpose the whole purpose of me explaining in part one was that sex was a gift and the fact that you know um it feels good when you have sex is because god wanted us to enjoy it but it's a gift it is a gift that comes with rules it comes with rules and great responsibility because anything that god creates again i said earlier is that the enemy will mimic it but when he mimics it and he gives it to us it is to destroy us you know, it's not, you know, God always gets blamed for what the enemy does. And a lot of people don't realize that because, again, there's no wisdom. There's no understanding behind it. And it's very important that we realize that there are rules and regulations that come with having sex. It's just it it is, you know, and it is because the enemy is always on the other side trying to destroy whatever God makes us beautiful. You know, whatever he created for us to enjoy, the enemy is always trying to taint it you know, and to make it ugly and and nasty and disgusting, you know, and, and give us hell behind it. That is his plan. That is who he is. Again, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Something as beautiful as sex has been made so ugly, so nasty, and so disgusting. And so, you again, you have conversations where People don't want to tell their children about sex because of what their background and knowledge of what sex is. But sex is a beautiful thing and it is meant to be enjoyed. But there is rules around enjoying it. And we don't want to step outside of those rules so that we don't have to go through unnecessary things. You know, deliverance from things that we know not of. All because we stepped out of God's will. Okay, so... Let me get back to it. Bear with me, guys. I'm looking through this, through these notes and trying to figure out where I left off. Okay. We were talking about spiritual spouses that you've never seen before. That's an issue. Or spouses with missing faces. That's an issue. Those are demonic forces. Those are demons. You know, if you're having a dream that you, you're married to this person or you're in a relationship with this person, doesn't have to be marriage. It could be You know, you know, in the dream or, you know, when you are emotionally connected to somebody or that the dream means and in the dreams, you can tell that this person is supposed to be your boyfriend, your girlfriend. You know, the difference in those relationships. If this is a person that you've never seen before, look out for that. Like, that's an issue. That is something that you need to come against in the spirit. You need to plead the blood against that. You need to cancel that. You need to fast. You need to read your word. You need to be delivered from that. There's something wrong with not knowing the person in your dream that's supposed to be your significant other. That's not a good look. All right. So we were actually going into um, the testimony that I had watched. Um, and again, I couldn't find it. The lady's testimony was very powerful about her experiences and struggle with a spirit spouse. At first she was seeing this man around her home and in her dream like he lived with her. And this is only in her dreams. She didn't know him and had not she had only seen him in her dreams. Okay, and I'm I'm just I'm describing the the dream that I'm describing the video where the the young lady is giving her testimony and discussing what happened to her in her dream. And how she had gained knowledge of knowing that she had a spirit spouse. Um, I cannot remember the testimony in full. But some key points was that she had asked the Lord to reveal this man to her. She kept seeing this person and, and, and didn't know. And only in her dreams. Didn't know who he was. Eventually, she did have a dream about a demon. She describes him in the video. So she was seeing this man that she never knew before. Right. And she kept having dreams about being in a relationship with this man and him being around her home. And then she began to ask the Lord, who was this person? You know, Lord, please reveal this person to me. I don't know why I keep dreaming about this strange man. And then she uh, had another dream of a demon. She described him in the video. She said, although he was disgusting. She was still attracted to him sexually sexually. Of course, she had to go through deliverance, which was not easy. So sorry that I couldn't find the video, but there are a lot of testimonies to choose from. Deliverance is not easy. Once you open those doors, they are hard to close. Luke 11, the Amplified Version 11 through 24. This is chapter 11, verse 24, excuse me. When the unclean spirit comes out of a person, it is it roams through waterless places in search of a place of rest and not finding any. It says, "I will go back to my house." The person, it's talking about you, the person, from which I came. Twenty-five. And when it comes, it tends it tends to the place. It's, it sees the place is swept. And put in order twenty six then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they go in the person and live there, and the last state of that person becomes worse than the first. so this is why it's good to be obedient to what God um you know to his word, to what he purposed for us. Stepping outside of that puts us in more danger and it makes a harder job for us. We definitely have to be delivered because there's no way to reach your purpose, the full purpose that God has created you for if you're being held by demonic forces. Now, one thing I could say about um, evil forces is that they are sometimes or, or a lot of the times they are united, more united than the kingdom, than kingdom people. You know, we bicker, we argue, we talk about titles, we go against one another, we think we're better because God anointed us for certain gifts in certain areas. But these spirits, they have an understanding that in order for them to get the job done, which is to hold us back from what God purposed for us to be, even kill us, they are in a united front where they understand that it's not about whose house This is meaning the person, the host, the person that they're trying to oppress. You know, they're not in a battle about whose house this is, but they have an understanding that they have one common goal, and that is to destroy, to oppress, to steal, to kill, to keep you from your destiny and everything else. We have to get ourselves in a position where, like the Lord says, if we move in love, we'll be just as united as our adversary. And it's a shame that they have more more of an understanding because they understand spiritual concepts. They have more of an understanding than we do. And the reason why it's a shame is because we are more in tune with the things of this world instead of the things of the spiritual world. They know what their purpose and goal are, is. We are of course hindered if we allow it. We are hindered and kept from the purpose that God has on our lives, because we are so busy in this world thinking of other things and not really getting into god 's word, having a relationship with him and and coming together with other fellow Christians to even get the full understanding and wisdom of certain things that they have they may have gone through. That was my point of even bringing this topic up because a lot of people want to talk about sex and they want to. Talk about um fornication and they don 't really talk about what happens to you when you step out of the will of the Lord when it comes to sex they don 't want to talk about why you shouldn't just have sex with somebody or just marry excuse me somebody to have sex they don 't want to talk about those things you know we 're not fear to the Lord and we 're not fair to you know express his true nature, his love for us, and his reason for doing certain things and and his reason for having laws and regulations and rules it's not just because he's god and he wants to just tell us what to do and you know it's he's not that kind of god he's a loving god and everything that he creates is is necessary it's perfect it's purposeful it's a gift but because of the adversary there are rules and there are regulations on why you know we have to be obedient to his word and, and you know why we have to move certain ways when it comes to the gifts that he give and knowing some of the reasons why we should not have sex outside of marriage we have to commit to obedience we live in a world where being a virgin is rare or you have some like what was I saying? Or you have something like myself, someone like myself, excuse me, who, who is divorced. Yes, refraining from sex can be hard for some, but we are capable of self-control. We are. God has gifted us with self-control. The NLT version of Job 31 and 1. I have made a covenant with my eyes not to look with lust as a young, at a young woman. He has made a choice. This is Job speaking on how he had made a covenant with his eyes to not look lustful at a young woman. He's made a choice. He's made a choice and he spoke over his flesh that he would not sin against God. 2 Timothy 1 in the King James Version 1 through 7 says, or chapter 1, excuse me, 7 says, For God have not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The Amplified Version. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or coward or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and a sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. We have the ability to be in self-control we are not like my my grandmother used to tell me you are not an animal you are not a wild beast where you cannot tame yourself you do have the ability to have self control if you do not have the ability the ability excuse me to have self-control that is something that you need deliverance from naturally you should be able to abstain from sex you should be able to not allow your flesh to control your spirit and your mindset and what you want to accomplish. Thessalonians 4, chapter 4, verse 3 through 4, in the ESV version. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and in honor we're going to keep going 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 in the ESV version no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man god is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able all right. So I also have 1 Corinthians 6:18. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. I believe I read that chapter if not um in the last episode, but uh maybe earlier in this chapter. But definitely be mindful that you are sinning against your own body. The Bible talks about how Joseph ran from temptation. Joseph had to run from Potiphar's wife. The Bible says that Joseph was well built and handsome. She was after him. Genesis thirty nine twelve, in the NIV. She caught him by his clock and said, come to bed with me. But he left his clock, meaning his clothing, in her hand and ran out of the house. She must have looked good as well. But he refused to sin against God, even if he had to run to do so. One version of translation says that he left his garment in her hands. He ran out of his own clothes to get away from her. And to get away from that temptation, so if he ran out of his clothes, that shows you how serious it is when it comes to being aroused or being um, being aroused or being putting yourself in a position. He didn't put himself in that position, but being in a position as a man that a woman is trying to come on to you. He's human. He was human, you know. But you can tell because of the fact that Joseph ran that he was, he had also um, decided to make a covenant with God that he would not sin against him to the point of running. He wasn't going to allow what was tempting him to destroy the covenant that he had made to God. 1 Corinthians 7, 2 in the ESV versions, chapter 7, 2 through 9. But because of the temptation to sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife, and each woman her own husband. Again, I'm going to read that again. Because it's talking about sexual temptation. We know that it exists. You know, we know that it's a thing. The word says because of this, the, the temptation. You should have your own wife and your own husband. Three, the husband should give to his wife her conj- conj- conjugal rights. Excuse me. Likewise, the wife to her husband, for the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time, that you may devote yourselves to prayer. But then come, come together again so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So some people do have a lack of self, self-control. You know, and those people should be married. But do it the right way so that the enemy does not control the outcome of what happens when you step outside of the will of God. Six, now as a concession, not a command, I say this. Seven, I wish that all were as I myself am. This is Paul talking to the Corinthians. But each has his own gift from God, one of one kind and one of another. Meaning, some have the gift of self control, some don't. <laughs> So he's saying that he wished that everybody was like him, you know, single so that you'd have less, less issues. If you didn't have a spouse or if you didn't have another person to deal with you, it makes things easier because you know yourself that you have a covenant with God and you're not going to break it. You don't have to deal with the back and forth on whether um, you and your wife may agree to not have sex for a certain time or not. You know, he's saying that he wished that everybody would be like him. where They would make their lives easier. To the unmarried and to the widows, I say that it is good for them to remain single as I am. Nine. But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry. For this is better to marry than to burn with passion. Wow, that's powerful. Definitely powerful. Notice it talked about exercising self-control. We exercise to stay in shape or to build muscle. Working out isn't easy. This is something that you have to work on if you desire to honor the Lord with your temple. Proverbs 5, 5, chapter five, verse 21, the passion translation. For God sees everything that you do and his eyes are wide open as he observes every single habit you have. Beware that your sins don't overtake you and that the scars of your own conscience does not become the ropes that tie you up. That's powerful. Twenty three. Those who choose wickedness do for lack of self-control for their foolish ways lead them astray, carrying them away as hostages, kidnapped, captive, robbed of destiny. Wow. So again, my point for this um, particular part of the series, Soul Ties, is for you to gain knowledge, you know, for you to have an understanding of how Soul Ties could come about. Um, One of the major things that we know is stepping out of the will of the Lord. But if you don't know the other aspect of it, the other side of it, what's actually being caused by you stepping out of the will of the Lord in this way, you know, abstaining from sex. Um, If you don't know certain reasons on why or how, you know, what could happen, of course you could step into something unknowingly and and have an even harder, difficult time being delivered. Or just, you know, like I said earlier, deliverance, deliverance is definitely not an easy thing. do, The enemy is not just going to go away when you say, you know, I plead the blood of the name of Jesus, come out. It, it It doesn't work that way. The enemy will nonstop keep coming back, keep trying to fight. The best way for you to not even be involved with any of this or to not have to worry about any of this is to abstain from it. I'm just trying to give some insight and understanding as to why God has rules around having sex outside of marriage. Why was marriage created? What, what sex was for? It? That's all I'm trying to do so that we're not thinking that this, this is just something that God gave us a stupid rule for. You know, even with people who you know that this is your kingdom spouse and you have sex before you get married. Be careful because the enemy is sitting there waiting. He's sitting there waiting for you to be disobedient to the father. There's rules and regulations around everything. You know what I mean? If you are at the point where you know that this is your spiritual spouse and you're getting ready to get married, wait. You can wait. You can wait. If you love the Lord and your, your goal is to be obedient to him, to be obedient to him, excuse me, and to follow his will for your life. When you love somebody, you don't do things that will hurt them. You don't cross certain boundaries because you know that it's going to hurt that person. And so when we love God and we're close to him and we know, you know, all that he's given us, all that he sacrificed for us, we don't become impatient when the gift-giver gives us the gift. We don't want any gift without having God connected to it. You know, I don't want to be in a place where the gift means more to me than the gift-giver there's more where that came from if you stay in obedience, you know again, I want to thank the Lord for um, this this word, and I just pray that i'm making sense you know I'm, I pray that you're getting a clear understanding, if not at least an idea to go and do some research for yourself again, I did mention a few um, YouTube videos because when it comes to spiritual spouses and soul ties, there are um there are uh, a few scriptures that may have not been interpreted well where people don't recognize that these things are talked about in the word of God. But we're going to keep going. and um, We're going to get into the next episode, which is part three, where I'm talking about generational curses and covenants. Thank you guys for listening. For those of you who desire to receive deliverance from soul ties I also found a prayer and renunciation prayer from the book prayer rain this uh, book is by Dr. D. K. Olukoya I pray that I did not um, chop up his name but that is the best I can do in um Pronouncing it, this book is very powerful, and there are a lot of good prayers in here so i'm gonna um read through it, and you guys can repeat after me if you desire um, deliverance from sexual sin so this particular chapter is chapter four um there is a good amount of chapters in here, I think it's about one hundred and twenty five to be exact but you if you do end up purchasing this book there are a number of prayers for different areas of life prayers for um, marriage breakers prayers for um destiny killers prayers for protection of your home against uh witchcraft monitoring spirits familiar spirits i mean there's all sorts of prayers in this book this book is very powerful um So, I'm going to begin now. Prayers Against Sexual Perversion. This is chapter 4, Romans 6 14. Sexual sin opens the door for all kinds of evil spirits to enter. Who would like to be delivered from spiritual contamination resulting from past sexual sin? Who would like to be delivered from their present sexual lust, enticement, and other sexual sins? Who would like to expel sexual satanic deposits acquired by sleeping with demonic people? Who had been a commercial sex worker in the past? Who frequently dreamed of having sex? Don't despair if the enemy has subjected you to such a depth of immoral degradation. You would be lifted up to the height of purity which God has purposed for you. As you call upon him to help you, Romans 1.22, professing themselves to be wise, they become fools. Please open your Bibles and slowly meditatively read Romans 1.18-32 and Leviticus 18.1-30. Now in this particular book, you can read through the scriptures they have provided it for you before you do the renunciation prayer. Are you surprised at the things you've just read? Indeed, there is nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastics 1-9 Basically, the laws of God concerning sexual perversion, as stated in Leviticus 18, can be divided into five groups. There are laws against incest. Having sex with close relatives, brothers-in-laws, uncles, etc., There are 20 categories of close relatives stated between verses 6 and 19. Adultery, verses 20. Adultery, offering child sacrifices, homosexuality, lesbianism, masturbation, prostitution, etc. Verses 22. Bestiality, having sex with animals, verses 23. Are you caught in bondage of any of these? Indeed, the chains of habit perversion are too weak to be felt, till so they are too strong to be broken. All kinds of sexual bondage can be broken through the power of the blood of Jesus. There is hope for you. The Bible says, sin shall not have dominion over you. Romans 6:14, Because the law of spirit of of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Roman two. As you pray sincerely with a contrite repent heart. Psalms 51.17 God will set you free from the chains of sexual perversion. Confession, Galatians 5.24 And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with their affections and lusts. Do praise and worship is what the book is advising. Number one, thank God for his power to deliver you from every bondage. Number two, I break myself from every spirit of sexual perversion in the name of Jesus. I release myself from every spiritual pollution emanating from my past sin of fornication and sexual impurity, immorality, in Jesus name, excuse me. I release myself from every ancestral pollution in Jesus name. Number five, I release myself from every dream pollution in the name of Jesus. Number six, I command every evil plantation of sexual perversion in my life to come out with all its roots in the name of Jesus. Number seven, Every spirit of sexual perversion working against my life be paralyzed and get out of my life in the name of Jesus. Number eight. Every demon of sexual perversion assigned to my life be bound in the name of Jesus. Number nine. Father, Lord, let the power of sexual perversion oppressing my life receive the fire of God and be roasted in the name of Jesus. Number 10. Every inherited demon of sexual perversion in my life receive the hours of fire and remain permanently bound in the name of Jesus. Number eleven, I command every power of sexual perversion to come out against itself in the name of Jesus. Number twelve, Father Lord, let every demonic stronghold built in my life by the spirit of sexual perversion be pulled down in the name of Jesus. Number 13, let every power of sexual perversion that has consumed my life be shattered to pieces in the name of Jesus. Number 14, let my soul be delivered from the forces of sexual perversion in the name of Jesus. Number 15, let the Lord God of Elijah arise with a strong hand against every spirit wife slash husband or all the powers of sexual perversion in the name of Jesus, number seven, number sixteen. Excuse me. I believe the hold of any evil pow- power over my life in Jesus' name. I break. I'm sorry. Let me repeat that. Number sixteen. I break, not believe. I break the hold of any evil power over my life in Jesus' name. Number seventeen. I nullify every effect. Of the bite of sexual sin upon my life in the name of jesus number 18 every evil stranger and all satanic deposits in my life i command you to be paralyzed and to get out of my life in the name of jesus 19 holy ghost fire purge my life completely in the name of jesus number 20 I claim my complete deliverance from the spirit of fornication and sexual immorality in the name of Jesus. 21. Let my eyes be delivered from lust in the name of Jesus. 22. As from today, let my eyes be controlled by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. 23. Holy Ghost fire fall upon my eyes and burn to ashes every evil force and all satanic power controlling my eyes in Jesus' name. 24 I move from bondage to liberty in every area of my life in Jesus' name. 25 Thank God for answers to your prayers. That is the end of that prayer. Again, if you desire to be delivered from sexual sin, do repeat after these prayers fast and pray and ask the Lord to deliver you. Deliverance is definitely not easy. It is something that you have to continue to work on, but most definitely you have the power to renounce all of these demonic forces from your life. you for tuning in to something to say for updates please follow me on instagram something to say podcast 21 that's s-o-m-e-t-h-i-n-g the number two s-a-y-p-o-d-c-a-s-t 21 this is where you can contact me for updates on new uploads you can also comment like and share posts At this time, there is no way to leave a comment with your feedback on each episode. Please send in DMs on your topics that you'd like to discuss. Also, prayer requests or questions that you may have. Those of you requesting certain topics can do so anonymously. I pray that the words spoken today will take root in your heart and feed your soul. Until next time, be blessed in the name of our Lord. Thank you.